This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Hello. Hi. I'm Jonna. I'm Amanda. And this is Yep, I Did That, a podcast <laughs> about health and wellness stuff, beauty, all that kind of stuff floating around so the internet. So many things. That the random cure-alls, magic diets that mm-hmm. you see, and we talk about why or why not they are good for you and yes. what you should try and what you shouldn't try. Exactly. Whether it will waste your money or it's like it's going to work. Yep. Yeah. We're here for you. We are. Yeah. I'm a registered dietitian. And Jonna is our bonafide hippie that tries everything. I do. And so we're here for you. (laughs) (laughs) So I do it so you don't have to. Exactly. Uh, So what is going on? You guys are almost be like heading out soon for adoption because if it all goes smoothly. Baby should be here in the next couple weeks, which is crazy. So we're in like rearrange our entire life mode right now just yes. trying to get everything done uh, yes. so that's insane and that's pretty much just consuming every thought and every second of the day which is completely understandable yeah um and if you haven't gotten your sweatshirt or t-shirt yeah by the time this airs you'll have like two days two days to get it yeah. i ordered my sweatshirt in indigo because Ooh. i already have a ton of black and white even though it's super cute <laughs> I went with the indigo nice. and I'm real pumped about it. I tried to pick all neutrals. I yeah. couldn't stay away from that wine one. I was like, someone's going to want the wine. Oh, for There's sure. There's a UCLA fan out there. USC. 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 Sorry, like, oh. UCLA. <laughs> I don't go to college. We know this. Hey, it, there's some ASU fans out there that would love that maroon That's very sweater. true. They would. <laughs> That's they really it. would. So anyways, yeah. If you want to get that, the proceeds are, are all going towards travel costs, yeah. which... From L.A. to Florida is a lot. So. Yes, I would say, and you don't know how long you're staying, but it's also you get to wear a freaking cool shirt, and then whenever people ask you about it, you get to tell them about adoption. adoption. You get to tell them about baby Harris, and you yeah. get to tell them about how you helped. So it's yeah. super fun and cool. Super appreciate that. And you have something tangible. Yeah. It's awesome. What's I'm new in your excited. life? Um, I did a nutrition workshop this past weekend, which was super fun. We talked about inflammation, and it was really good. Um, It was supposed to be an hour, and we ended up talking for like an hour and a half because people just were asking really good questions and talking. And so um, my heart felt very happy. Yay, people are learning things. Yeah, and then yesterday I was in Trader Joe's just like quickly, and I asked this woman, I was like, excuse me, can I grab that cauliflower gnocchi? And she was like, have you had this before? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, is it good? I was like, it's delightful. And she's like, how do you cook it? And I was like, okay. And I actually have a video that I'm posting right now or about to be posting on Instagram. I did this the other day, but Ellis was like screaming in the background because everyone is always like, it's always mushy. Yeah. And you have what you do from Trader Joe's list. I don't do that, but there's ways to get it crispy. And so I told her and then I told her what I put on it, which is. Everything but the bagel seasoning and nutritional yeast. Mm. And I like found her later in the store and she was like, I got it all. Aww. <laughs> Yay. And so again, it made me happy. You're just educating people. Yeah, right it made and me happy. Left. Right and left. She was like, you should work at Trader Joe's. And I was like, I'm good. 
<laughs> you know, I don't like people enough to do that. Have you seen how cheery these people are? Yeah, I was like, ah, uh, nah, I'm good. I would rather just not and enjoy their food. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Much more likely to post a video on Instagram about this. Yes. Um, and if Jonna was at Disney yesterday, but we had rosebuds and... Um, the first thing that Tara said whenever she walked into our kitchen was, Amanda, your kitchen feels really clean. We decluttered everything nice. and moved stuff around. And I Marie condoed my pantry. Wow. And so um, our kitchen feels huge. That's awesome. Yeah. I bought a shredder. Well, I didn't buy a shredder. Kyle bought me a shredder. And so I've shredded all these documents that I've just like been not knowing what to do with yeah. in my life. Because I'm like, it has something personal on it. What do you do? I just rip it up with my hands. It's not See, good. See, I'm just too scared that someone can piece it back yep. together. And so I have paper just <laughs> everywhere traveling with me for like 10 years. And oh, so gosh. now I'm going to shred it. Gosh, that's a lot. 10 I'm really years excited is a lot. to shred a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You and can also, that's like a drop off at a professional shredding place situation. Well, it's yeah, like, but you, it's not that much. Okay. It's just all like my um, like stock yeah papers and stuff and then whenever i went to like bills Mm, sure probably i don't know (laughs) that's what all mine are that's that's the only things that i hold on to (laughs) (laughs) no i don't think so because yeah but um yeah so that's super exciting my kitchen feels really great i love walking into it and so that's why i made like donuts for us because i was like i like being in my kitchen right now that's so fun Mm -hmm. yeah i'm never gonna do that but i appreciate that you did you know I feel like you are doing that in your own way. You're having to purge a lot. I am doing that in my own way. Yeah, because you're having to do it to make room for another human. Yep. And so it's also making it to where like you're getting rid of stuff and it's probably making your house feel right now. It's probably chaotic, but soon it will hopefully feel like we have a friend who was like, I hugged things and I felt no joy in anything. (laughs) And I was like, what's wrong with me? I was like, I don't really feel joy either when I hug the things. I'm just like, no, I don't think I would feel joy. Actually, I don't know. I could see you feeling some joy. I feel connected to the clothing (laughs) pretty deeply. So. Was why I've been carrying on to something that my friend gave me in 2004 because she gave it to me, Jill, yeah. my best friend. And I just like can't get rid of it because she bought it for me in San Francisco and she like brought it back. Do you ever wear it? No, I've never worn it. I didn't know how to wear it at the time. It was like a strapless see-through like purple thing. And I'm like, well, what <laughs> if I want to wear it one day? Yeah. I don't know. It's time. It's time. Maybe I'll wear it. I'll take a picture in it and then I'll donate it. Perfect. There you go. That's what I'll do. So you can have it forever. Yep. So what's going to happen? Well, yeah. Let's jump into this episode. I'm super excited for this episode. I'm excited about it too because it's not even to do with us. No. But it it's to about with, with people that things, or not people, things, things that we love. Yeah. It's about pets. Pets. <laughs> We're doing a little tiny episode on natural pet care. Yes. And to start us off, Amanda has some history on pets. Yes. And it's super interesting and I'll run through it so that you guys don't get bored. But I found it really compelling. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is from Forbes magazine nice. written by Neil Howe. I will give him credit because that's where I got all this good old Neil. From. he did a lot of research um so i'll <laughs> give him credit um but first before i go into all this my friend our friend jess is watching ellis and she was like so are you gonna talk about how like they found um pets in the tombs of like the ancient like egyptians and i was like no i didn't look that up <laughs> <laughs> but so guys it goes all the way back 
because pets have been a part of the human existence for centuries. Um, but it wasn't until the baby boomers that turned them from pets to companions and humanized them. Uh, but she was saying that like whenever she went to King Tut exhibit that there were collars and stuff. Wow. But they might have in the maybe like in the Middle Ages, um, it changed. Um, and so they basically always treated them like animals up until like baby boomers. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that. I was like, that's weird that like it's the baby boomer generation. But then I was watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And in all of that, sh- the show, like the kids are never to be seen, always just like tossed away while the adults do stuff. So maybe it's because like that generation, like the parents were off doing stuff so they that they only, only had pets, their pets to raise them. Yeah. <laughs> or like Nana Darling, you know, yeah. so maybe it's why the pet, they like humanize their pets. It's sad, but it's also like that. That's that could, like, be, could it be it could be true. It but I'm only basing it off of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is a television show. Yeah. So who knows? I haven't watched it yet. I've heard it's so good. It's so good. I binged it in like uh, like four days. So, <laughs> um, And then they began to think of animal rights versus like just animals being animals in the 50s to 70s, the baby boomers. And the 55 to 64-year-olds actually spend most on their animals. Which generation do you think spin- spends the least? Our generation. The millennial generation. We don't have money to spend on them. Exactly. They were like, it's because millennials don't have jobs and most of them are still living at home. So their parents' pets are their pets. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. But they did say in this article that like millennials spend a ton of money on organic food for their babies and high tech stuff for their babies. And once they do have pets, that probably will translate as they Mm -hmm. get older. Yeah. So. Don't worry, like we're coming. Very, like a ton of people have pets in LA, though. Oh yeah, because it, they are their children. I think it's like once you get to an established point or a point where you can have a pet, yeah. it, that you're pretty much doing it. Um, the pet industry has grown a lot. The American Pet Products Association reports overall pet ownership hit 68 percent in 2016, up from 54 percent in 2009. Um, U.S. personal consumption expenditures for pets and pet products and related services hit $99 billion in 2015, wow. um, which is up from 35% from 2000, or is up 35% from 2009. That's huge. Yeah. That's a huge jump. $99 billion in 2015. Wow. And I can only imagine from 2015 to 2019. Yeah. What that, all the stuff like, that's come out. Yeah. It's the same four year gap and that was a 35% increase. So that's great. Yeah. Um, from 2000 to 2014, pet food sales doubled to $22 billion and is expected to grow. And according to Mintel, 79% of U.S. pet owners say the quality of pet food is as important as their own. And so it's the association that dog's food needs to be at, up to par yeah. of like what we would be eating. Um, near the 14th century, going back to like where pet food kind of like started or how we even thought to take care of our pets... Um, a huntsman, or a, I don't remember what he was called. <laughs> Did we called. just enter Snow White? No, we entered Beauty and the Beast. Um, his, his name was Gaston the Third. What? <laughs> yeah. And he actually wrote a book on how to take care of his greyhounds and say how they should be cared for. Mm. And they, he used them for hunting and things like that. And I was like, seriously, is this who Gaston was like based off of? <laughs> he could have been. Um, and he said like what he should eat. So that was kind of the first like print where people were talking about like what dogs should eat. 
Um, and in the Middle Ages to the 19th century, very little concern was given to what dogs were eating. Most of them were eating whatever scraps right. humans didn't eat. So it was a lot of things that I was reading that it was like onions. And I was like, onions kill dogs. So maybe <laughs> don't give your dog onions. They probably were fine. They had <laughs> intestines of steel. Exactly. That's true. Um, and then the desire for prepared dog food um, became more popular because of availability. Owners protecting investments because at the time dogs were an investment or pets were an investment. Um, and then marketing. So marketing came around saying like, hey, this packaged food is out. You need this. You don't need to be feeding your dog table food. You need to be feeding them this food. Right. Um, and then in the 20th century, food specifically formulated for nutritional needs started to be found. And then the veterinary services was actually established within the 20th century. And then that's whenever they had specific like, this is how much protein. And then it became regulated that these companies had to have these things in their foods, whatever. Um, food companies are now jumping in on the pet trends, and it's actually where most of them are getting their money from because it's such a viable thing. And Colgate, Palmolive, Smuckers, Nestle, and Mars are one of the actually biggest companies Investors. that have pet products that all of us or most Americans are purchasing. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and like we for a while, like we had to give Corey like a special food, but then we went to we chose Merrick because you know, we we're like it's a good one it's from amarillo we actually like pat our friend knows the family that like started merrick dog food mm-hmm. um and we're like okay we're cool and then we were buying it in the this like shop in burbank they're like you know pedigree bought this right and they changed the formula there was only a two-year contract oh, that no. said you had to keep the formula the way we made it so that it's like actually all natural all organic right. products and then once that contract ended which it ended this year it changed. Merrick is no longer the same as what it was because Pedigree owns it. Yeah. And so all these big companies are buying these smaller ones because we have this mentality that our dog's food should be up to par of what we would eat, rightly so, because we know what food does to us. Right. And it does it to animals as well. Um, and so all these big companies are actually purchasing little ones. And so, then taking their quality way down. Mm-hmm. So sad. Because it's becoming mass marketed at that point. Right. That's happening to our food, too. Like oh, yeah. Of like, oh, my God. <laughs> a lot of, like, the good brands get bought up by big brands, uh-huh. and then they change. I know. Whenever I was looking this up, it was like, all the things that you think are small brands are actually owned by this. And it was like, Annie's, it's actually yep. owned by whatever. Kashi is owned by Nestle. Yeah. I think Lots like of things. Pure Encapsulations, which was, like, a uh-huh. really good supplement company. Yes. They got bought by Nestle, I think. Mm-hmm. That's one I used to always tell a lot of people to take. Yep. I don't so much anymore. No, I don't know what to think about it. I mean, it's like they're just trying to get in on that. Get in on the money. Yep. It's the same as like to buying water. You're still per- like feeding Pepsi or Coke yep. because they own all the water companies or water bottles and stuff like that too. Which is a whole nother conversation. Whole nother conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of just a history, a very quick one and an interesting area where like there's a lot of money going into the pet industry and there's a big shift right now especially going into like raw food and kibble and all that stuff and so we just wanted to talk about what we've done john has been on a huge journey with penny (laughs) um and i've had some things with my dogs over the years so perfect yeah um i'm just gonna start this off with so when we got we've had two dogs since being married nora and penny Nora, Nora Bones. You need to say her full name. Nora Bones. 
<laughs> she lives with my parents now because she hated living in our apartment so much. Mm-hmm. She was the saddest dog ever and she wanted a room to run. Yes. And Penny's always been an apartment dog, so she doesn't know any better. She doesn't even know that her life <laughs> could be better. <laughs> um, but both of them have like allergy. They're highly allergic dogs. Uh-huh. People aren't necessarily allergic to them, but yeah, they have a lot of their breeds have a lot of allergies. They're sensey. Yeah. So the first time I started even thinking about dog food um, was with Nora back in the day when we first got her. She's a little pup. She was itching so bad. Um mm-hmm. So I knew get her on, or I didn't know, but I researched and was like, I'll try grain-free and like not chicken because yeah. apparently those are like the two, two of the top um, offenders. Because it's usually got, chicken byproduct, so it's not like eating yeah. a whole chicken. Yeah. And taking her off that, her coat got super soft and she's like way better. So I knew that coming in mm-hmm. and that's my little Nora shout out. Ah, uh, Nora. <laughs> now um, coming in with Penny, when we got her, she had something called Demodectic mange? Demodectic. Demodex is what it's called. Demodex. I think it's demodectic mange. Okay. Woo! That's my vocab word. So good. There's different types of mange, and this is one that is not necessarily contagious. Mm -hmm. It's um, one that happens to dogs that are immunocompromised. Um, She was four months old. She'd already been on a round of antibiotics, still had it, Um, had. I don't think she had been dipped yet. They have a chemical dips that they mm-hmm. do them do on them. Um, took her to the vet. They recommended that we do some dips and maybe another course of antibiotics. And me being me was all, I'm going to try to fix this. <laughs> I'll fix it on my own. Thanks. Without chemicals. Because yeah. if, if I was like applying the same rules to mm-hmm. her life that I would to mine. Yeah. Like if I'm immunocompromised and that's why I have something popping up, I feel like throwing a bunch of chemicals and antibiotics into that mix is potentially going to just compromise me more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially considering like, yeah, everything yeah. you read about all of that. Yeah. So um, I took her home immediately. She came to us on a bad dog food. So I knew right then, like, let's change that. Yeah. So we got her on a grain-free, chicken-free dog food again. We're using Taste of the Wild. There's like a lot of yeah. mixed reviews on it, but... I, with Nora, she was a small dog and we bought Origin, mm-hmm. um, which is like $90 a bag Ooh. for the big bags, but it would last her forever because yeah. she's a tiny dog, but Penny's a big dog. So we can't buy big bags. Topanga, if like the food at all gets like dry or like old, she vomits. Really? Mm-hmm. I have like a thing that I like seal it in. I We put it in a sealed container yeah. now. And so now it's fine, but like we can buy a bigger bag now, but it for just the has longest, to be a big container. it was like if, yeah, but if it like got at <laughs> all, like towards the bottom of the bag, she would just vomit. She's so high maintenance. She's so sensitive and so ridiculously <laughs> high maintenance. It's Taste of the we'll Wild like her later. 50 bucks. <laughs> it's like 47 bucks for a big bag. So that usually lasts us like a month and a half. I would say that's what we get. We get Zignature, the uh, trout salmon. Uh, I've yeah. been doing the... It's like 60 High prairie. I think it's like bison. Mm, nice. We but can't that, do high fat. That makes more sense for Penny. Yeah, than she's your a dogs. big dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got her on that and I was like reading all about mange and how much you're like immunocompromised and like your gut can be affected by that. So I was like, I'm going to give you bone broth. Mm-hmm. So I started putting bone broth on her food. Yeah. Um, 
And from there, I was like, I don't want to do this chemical dip, but I don't Mm -hmm. know what to do. Her skin was like patchy, Mm -hmm. a little flaky, like so sad looking. Um, And by patchy, I mean, she didn't have hair in a lot of places. (laughs) Her skin wasn't patchy. Her hair was patchy. Her hair was patchy. And, And her skin was patchy. It was a little bit of a hot mess. Mange is a little hot mess. Yeah. Um, so I started looking up like, what could I put on her besides chemicals that could maybe do the job? And I started researching essential oils. Um, uh, yeah. And there was a decent amount of reviews of some, uh, one product in particular that I actually ordered and then didn't end up needing to use because I made, I ended up working it out before it. Yeah. But I would recommend it if somebody didn't want to do all this work. Um, <laughs> Uh, so what I ended up doing was getting uh, about a cup of coconut oil. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I put, hold on, I wrote this down, 20 drops of lavender, five drops of peppermint, 10 drops of frankincense and 10 drops of lemongrass, lemongrass. Um, and I bathed her just once Mm -hmm. in like her, it's like sicilic acid shampoo is what you have to use, which Uh I wasn't pumped about, but it kind of made sense to me that you need to like. You need a clean surface to like put all this stuff back on. Yeah. Well, because what mange is, is it's actually little mites. Mm-hmm. So they're little like living organisms yeah. on you. Um, so reading about all this, I found out that you it, by using the coconut oil, it actually suffocates the mites. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, she didn't have the contagious one. Well, I was just thinking about, you remember the thing a while back where like people zoomed in on like someone's nose eyelashes or his nose it was like just everything like there's little things alive on you and so i was just thinking was about just it thinking about it and it was making me sad and a little grossed out at my like i thought of it i think a lot of people like when people get it it's in their eyelashes usually Ugh. yeah no this is i think like there's just always organisms on yeah on there's us. always something on you yeah at least not, there's always bacteria. Yeah, I would say it's not like mange where it's like bad. It's just, it's the natural things, things that, that are, are on you. Um, it's gross. It me. is gross. This was especially, it grossed me out. Um, coconut oil, though, like suffocates them. Mm-hmm. So if you coat them in this oil, um, like they can't breathe. They're like, die, be. Yeah. And I was like, why would I chemical dip her? Yeah. So I was pretty faithful. Like, once or twice a day, I would rub her whole body down mm-hmm. with this mixture. Um, I did it for, they say you need it, that it usually will take like sometimes a couple months. And I was good it, within two weeks. It was like completely gone. Uh-huh. And and I kept going about two weeks more and nothing has ever come back. That's awesome. Um, And I really attribute it to the food and then the then oils. Did you take her back to the vet after no. that? No. Oh, I was hoping that you would. So they'd be like, oh, my God. No. Well, the vet that I took her to was like the person she had been oh, seeing yeah. for shots. And then I took her to our new vet who only saw her after she was healthy. Yes. But sh- they were like, there's no mange. Yeah. Well, then there you go. See, that's the ver- that's the verification for science. Yeah. People that are like, it worked. It's it totally not just like worked. Donna saying, hey, it, she looks better. There's no mange. Yeah. And I really think a huge part of it's the food. Yeah. And her gut problems. Yeah. Um, but topically, uh, the lavender, peppermint, frankincense, lemongrass, all of those play a huge part in it too. Oh yeah. And using the high quality essential oils matters 
I used Young Living for all of these. Mm-hmm. I like Eden's Garden, but I didn't use young, say, hey. young Living for all of these. Um, and I'm just going to go through a little bit about why each of those is what I mm-hmm. used. So I did look up <laughs> what essential oils to use. Um, and then I threw frankincense in there on my own because I think it's magic. I just yeah. wrote, I used frankincense because it's pretty much the magic elixir of life. It's it all is. It is. It's anti-inflammatory magic. Yeah. Um, every one of those is like an anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. oil. Um, lavender is antiseptic, soothing. Peppermint can help relieve itching and repels bugs. Um, lemongrass is also known to repel bugs. Um, it reduces inflammation. Mm-hmm. It's antibacterial. Um, then frankincense, like I said, is anti anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Um, and then also, I don't know if I said this or not yet, but the coconut oil also reduces inflammation Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it moisturizes and it's an antimicrobial. Yep. So kind of all of those things, it was just like a powerhouse of that happening all at once. Yeah. She smelled great. Like her little wrinkly face. I'd have to like rub it carefully into all her little wrinkles mm. um and then also clean out her ears yeah every day because if mites are alive anywhere on their body um so i used like a witch hazel um ear cleaner that i really liked from a company um and from there i mean she's been pretty good i do do a couple things but i want to hear a little bit about cory and topanga before i oh cory and topanga <clears throat> They're they're just a high maintenance mess. I don't even know where to start with them. They thankfully have always been fine. Topanga has always been incredibly sensitive. She's had um, the most sensitive stomach of any dog I've ever known. Um, And so and she's allergic to blueberries, which I found out the hard way by giving her blueberries. Um, But. She has been fine health wise in the sense of that outside of finding the food like obviously we were feeding her at the time like what I thought was a good food and it wasn't it was like neutro organic something and it was like ended up not being good and it was like she that was like the root of all of the issues that she was having um it's crazy how much food can affect any living thing and so and then once we changed her to the Merrick, she did a lot better. And this food, she's fantastic. Like, she eats it. Like, she also wouldn't eat a lot. Like, she would just, like, shove her food around. Um, and then she would, like, just not eat most of the time. And then Corey would eat it because he's a fat cow. And um, and he was a street dog. And Topanga was not a street dog. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, girl, I'll eat whatever. And she's like, oh, no. I want to eat. I need to eat the food I like. <laughs> And so, um, cause she is not a street dog Mm-mm. and, uh, but other than that, like we also put pumpkin on their food all the time to help with like their GI tract. So like just the fiber helps just like keep mm-hmm. them regular and Corey eats a lot of crap. So we give him a lot of <laughs> pumpkin <laughs> so he will poop it out. Um, but he actually had, um, we, whenever we first moved here, the water here jacked him cause there was just a ton more like it's ho- all of yeah. the like mineral and stuff in it and he actually actually got stones whenever we moved here um and he had to have surgery to get them out there was also a ton of other drama with that 
Um, but he ended up having stones and they wanted to put him on this um, like wet food for kidney health. And we were doing it for a while. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't like this food. I think it's crap. Like, I would rather make him food all the time, which I don't didn't do because I didn't have the time. But then I found um, like this signature that we've been giving him. Yeah. And the doctor, I took him back and all of his blood work is completely good. Like he's better than what he was. That's and awesome. they were like, are you still on the food? And I was like, no. And they're like, what? And I was like, I haven't given him that food in like six months. And they're like, his blood work looks really good. They're like, maybe put him back on it just like as a precaution to like keep him. And I was like, no, I think I'm good. And it's good. Gnarly. Oh, it was disgusting. It was gross. It was disgusting. And I did it for so long because I was just like, you have that guilt of like, I just don't want to do anything wrong for him and I was like I'm a dietitian not a veterinarian so I don't know right what's right or wrong for a dog but I would have a guess and I don't think that's right yep and so I chose differently and then I would give them raw food occasionally yeah yeah but I can't get on that bandwagon I think it's great like that's supposedly the best thing to do is like a raw diet for your dogs really expensive yeah it seems like a lot. No. And so I get it. And like they get them whenever like I'm out of food and or like I want to just mix it in sometimes. Yeah. It's the occasional little treat for them. That they get a raw you, patty. Yeah. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I have not gotten that gotten that intense. I guess I yeah. did do bone broth. Though. I mean, you did do bone <laughs> broth. So I would say that you went Maybe there. Maybe more You intense. just went into a different direction. I was like, this should be good for yeah, her. This is mainstream going raw. And you went, nah, I'm going to stay over on the left. <laughs> Give my dog bone broth. That's pretty much every part of my life. Uh, yeah, which I think is fine. Um, yeah, but so the only things that I consistently do right now food wise for them is pumpkin. And then I really love great. the the food that we give them currently. That's good to know. And it's a kibble and it's I like it. That's great. Yeah. And do you get it at that little shop in Burbank? Mm-hmm. That's nice. I do. I love it. So you're supporting local business. I'm supporting a local business that also has another location in Encino. <laughs> so I don't know how it's like still a local it's business. It's local then. to like LA yeah. for sure. That counts. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I am more likely to not. I, so Aaron does not like the idea of spending money on animals ever. I think his <laughs> tune has changed a lot since Penny. He's obsessed with Penny. I think it's because Penny is like the most chill dog. Yeah. And Nora is not the most She's chill intense. dog. Yeah. <laughs> not so, that Nora doesn't have loving qualities, which she does. I loved Nora. I know, me too. But she was a high maintenance dog. She's high maintenance. Dietrich loves Nora. Not in the now way that now my parents love Nora. Exactly. Not in the way that Topanga is high maintenance, though. She was high maintenance, like ready to exactly. go constantly. She exactly. just wanted to be yes. really entertained. And we were in an apartment that was too yes. little, and she was used to having a big backyard to run. Yes, in. exactly. Um, but my first go-to is like, I have to fix this before mm-hmm. I go to the vet. That's- so like Penny ate a bunch of chicken bones the other day. Oh, Terrifying. Yeah. Instantly, I'm like, what do I do? It's like feed her bread. So I'm just shoving bread down. She's fine. Yeah. I there actually call. I did call the vet with that yeah. one. And they were like, uh, she's probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> just <Like>. watch her. <laughs> no, but I feel like that's also smart, too, that like because Aaron does have this thing yeah where it's you're like i won't just call the vet because then it's gonna be too much money yeah 
that you will try and you do things versus like just going straight to the vet. Because the, one of the things that I didn't write down is that people are spending like because animal care is becoming so much like human care that like blood work, doing all these tests, like uh, prescribing stuff for depression, describe, yeah. like prescribing hydrotherapy for cats, <laughs> you know, like that's like things that are happening yeah. now versus things that weren't happening in the past. Mm -hmm. And so it's becoming a very big thing. It's like you're going to the doctor and you don't have insurance, which pet insurance is also going up slightly plan wise. It is. Like people are becoming more like apt to buy it. I feel like when back in the day, I don't Mm -hmm. remember what we were talking about, but we were talking about like Western medicine. Maybe it was the naturopath episode Mm -hmm. um, and how like oftentimes Western medicine is like, bottom dollar yes quickest answer um and not like getting to the root of things Mm -hmm. and i feel like that happens in vet care as well yeah it's like as quick as we can versus just getting to the root of things like i'm i mean i love i think the essential oils did help Mm -hmm. i think that played a huge part in it but i think they're really likely to relapse and it was gone within such a quick amount of time compared to what i thought it would be yeah just getting her gut better yeah so I do think the gut plays a huge part in our animals, too. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense if it would. Yeah. And, like, all sorts of stuff can mess with your gut. Like, mm-hmm. if we're not giving them exercise yeah. or feeding them crap. What are you saying? That Corey's whole I eat and then wanting to go straight back to bed is not good for him? <laughs> Probably not, but he's Have, old. I it's different. You, it's, kind of, it's just a funny side story. Literally, Jess did it last night, and then our friend Wade last week, whenever we were watching the Super Bowl or two weeks ago, whenever that was. No, both of them were like, Well, Wade was like, Is Corey like here with us? (laughs) And then (laughs) Jess was like, Is everything okay with Corey? Um, and I was like, Yes, he's just like, He just has become antisocial. Like he just is happy. Everyone's just on our afraid bed. to ask. Like you, you know, just didn't mention it. I think it's honestly Ellis. Like Ellis makes him very stressed out, oh, and yeah. so his safe place is the bed. Even though Ellis can get up there and goes, "Koya, you k? you k?" And he's like, "Leave me alone." And then Corey's like this, and then walks to the edge of the bed and is just like, "Get me down! Get me down! Oh. Get me down!" <laughs> Poor Corey. <laughs> Poor Corey. But um, he's alive, and but he does care. He does not care to be out anywhere, but. He's, how old is he now though we don't know we think he's like 14 15. wow he's super old then but or maybe 13 i don't know but that dog is fine i walked out <laughs> yesterday and he was eating something in the grass and i was like Corey, and he looked up at me and he saw me and he like tried to eat some more and i yelled at him and then he came sprinting hopped over a puddle and then sprinted <laughs> up the stairs the old man is fine he's stubborn <laughs> What was he eating? He, like, bought a rat. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. He was, uh, they had just mowed the grass, so it was, like, clumps of grass. Oh. oh or goodness. it was poop. I don't know. I ho- I am choosing to believe it, it was, was grass. grass. It was grass. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's fine. Oh, animals. Yeah. Um, on that note, I do have a couple things that I would like to say I think people should be doing in general yeah. for their animals. Um, so first with all the gut stuff, um, hyperbiotics, who we love, who we talk about all the time for our own self. <laughs> what? I've never heard of this company. Tell me more about They're them. They're our fave probiotic company. <laughs> we love them. Love them so much for like 
the yes. oral probiotics, mm-hmm. dental probiotics, um, toothpaste. I'm into Pro their 15, prebiotic powder. Prebiotic powder. It's so mm-hmm. awesome. They yeah. have a ton of great products. Pro Kids. Yeah. Um, and they just in the last few months, I think, uh-huh. maybe. I feel like in the last like six months. I dropped um uh, the Pro Pet, which is a pet probiotic. Six months feels long. I feel like it's been sooner than that. I don't maybe. know. I don't know. Either way, I don't know when it came out, but it's amazing. Um, yeah. And I like saw it perusing and was like, I should try this. And Penny, we've talked about it. Have we talked about it on the podcast I don't know. Before? It was whenever Starly was here, oh it was my gosh. so rough. She has the grossest gas ever. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like really common for boxers to have really bad gas, which uh-huh. is weird. Like Interesting. And they fart like man farts. So like embarrassingly loud farts. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the cutest. Yep, I did that. Episode. It's, I think it's funny. But it's, I was like, I um decided to try the pro pet and I love it. It like night and day. Drastic difference in her fartness. Well, that's the I feel like this is the where we actually have a timeline. So Starly's episode we recorded, yeah, and we released it, and then it was within that week that I started, that you started it. it. I think I probably like wrote in that week and was yeah. like, I need to start this. Yes, <laughs> um, I love it. It's yeah. like awesome, and I feel like I'm helping like support the whole rest of her life, giving it to her. Yeah. And they're these tiny little pearls. They're like chicken flavored. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had like a friend over the other week who was saying that her dog ate a bunch of stuff they shouldn't have and had like really bad diarrhea and I like sent her home with a bag of them. I was like, yeah, go try these and see how they help. I need them for Corey. I need to keep him for it alive forever. So <laughs> you do need them for I Corey. I think they're awesome and you can give them to cats too. Hmm. So this isn't mm-hmm. just a dog thing. Yeah. Um, I'm obsessed. So I think any of you should go get them. Yeah. That's, this is like my official huge stamp of approval. They say one to two and Penny's a decent, she's like a medium sized dog, probably Uh like medium large. Yeah. And I give her one. Yeah. So I don't know what it would be like upping it to two if it would upset her tummy or not, but. It's like any probiotic you would ease in. Yep. And then it doesn't have to be forever, but with Penny. Penny's gas, you know, it may not be forever, but um, it was pretty intense. It was so intense. So. (laughs) It was so intense. And then I have um, a, a couple I actually have a brand that I love that is zero affiliated with us. Yeah. Knows nothing about. Yep. I did that yet. Yes, yet. <laughs> yet. Um, called Kin and Kind. Um, and I actually got them through my Grove collaborative orders uh-huh. that I talked about on the cleaning episode. And I love them. They're just like great. It's mostly just essential oils they use in their products. Yeah. Um, so like when Penny had mites, I used their witch hazel ear cleaning solution. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nice because a lot I had actually bought a different ear cleaning solution that came like really highly recommended and it had like weird fragrance in it and yeah. stuff. Um, so I really like that. And they also have a flea and tick spray. And I enjoy that it's just made for me because you yes. could make it yourself oh, yeah. with essential oils or you can just buy this bottle. Yeah. And it's just ready and you can just spray their little legs off. And some of like the flea and tick medication, there's, there is people that firmly believe that that affects their gut when they're taking it. So 
take that or leave it for what you want. Yeah. But that would be a natural option for that. Well, this is where I have a lot of things yes, to talk you about. Do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had a lot of issues with fleas and ticks um, when Topanga. Corey, not so much. But so the first time I ever gave Topanga um, flea tick stuff, it was from our vet. And I gave it to her. It was in Lubbock. And we don't have fleas in Lubbock. There was only ticks. And um, I was just disgusted by the idea of a tick and I gave it to her and she was just like so sick. She was vomiting and like I was not a happy Amanda during that time. So I never gave it to her again. Well, come next summer or whatever, it was such a bad um, like tick season that she had them on her. Like I was always picking them off like Kyle's house his parents' house, there was a tick on the wall in his bedroom one day. It was just like ticks were everywhere in Lubbock. And yeah. it was disgusting and like, ugh. And so um, I, in Lubbock, my sister started calling her Tick Panga. <laughs> <laughs> and she unfortunately had that name for a bit. And at one point, like it was December, like it was the December after this like uh, summer of ticks I, like, had sprayed her down with, like, natural stuff or stuff that I found. At that point, like, I hadn't done, like, a ton of research. And it was just, like, spray. Like, I was spraying her with everything. I just didn't want to give her any more of the, like, liquid stuff on her back. Yeah. Um, And so I was, like, asleep. And Topanga, like, would regularly throw up in the middle of the night on me. Oh, God. Like, I would wake up to her heaving on my chest and I would run to the bathroom and she'd make it to the toilet. Oh, my gosh. And this is so dramatic. She's a very dramatic dog. Um, <laughs> but all of a sudden I felt something on me and I was like grabbed my chest and I like turned the light on and it was a tick. Oh, gosh. In December. Yeah. And so like I had, had it got, bit you. No, it, it wasn't like lodged on me. It yeah. was like crawling on me. Like I Ugh. felt it. And then I like called the apartment complex and they're like they this has never happened before i was like well it happened and i need you to fumigate my entire apartment i will be gone for a couple days please just get rid of it so i did a lot of chemicals because i was very upset yeah Um, but whenever we moved here fleas became a thing um and whenever we moved into the house like i started giving her um like frontline because it was so bad yeah. and I was just like I can't and then whenever we moved to the house I was like I need something else and I actually bought something I saw on Shark Tank it was called Wonderside and it was all like natural and uh-huh. they had an outdoor spray and cool. it's just like essential oil so it's lemongrass this one was like cedar wood yep um and something else for the outdoor one I think I can't remember what it is. Neem? Is it neem? Neem is a great one it has great phytochemicals did you know neem is good for your teeth? I did not know that. Just side note. I Actually, a, is that in the toothpaste? I think it is. It is. It's in yeah. toothpaste. Yeah. Um. So uh, you spray on your backyard and that worked wonders. Um. It was awesome. And then we have an indoor house spray that you can spray on the dogs or the pet stuff, which is probably similar to what you do. And it's yeah. lavender and cedar wood. Yep. Um. That we do now. And now ever since Ellis, like I found a flea on her the other day and I just doused her in that spray. Yeah. Um, 
And I bought Frontline because I got like desperate again. And I just refused to put it on her, number one, because I don't want the chemicals on her. And then number two, like I don't want Ellis touching it. So like ever since Ellis has been born, they have never had it on them. Yeah. But L.A. is really horrible it with is. fleas. It is. And like I had never known, like never known what a flea could be like. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it was fleas or what it was with Nora, because Mm -hmm. the reason she actually ended up going back to Phoenix was not because she was sad. Yeah. Apartment dog. It was because she was having such a bad allergic reaction. Her paws were so red. And it was only in the summers Mm -hmm. going into the yard. So Mm -hmm. I think it might have been fleas or... Yeah. And like I hated like walking the dogs because in the apartments like they spray chemicals on all these yards, too. And so then I was petrified that that's what was hurting their paws or whatever. And so I just. Yeah, I'm pretty like now I'm pretty intense about the natural, the natural stuff and the wonder side for outdoor. If you have a yard, you just hook it up to your hose and you spray it. Do our apartment complex. You should. It's so good. Yeah. And it actually works versus like. Kind of just like not working. Yeah. So that's what we have found for our backyard. That's great. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the only difference is with the natural stuff is you just have to be way more on top of it. Like you're you're putting it on your pet every day. Yeah. Which is a little different. But yeah. If you do the yard, that's. Yeah. Whenever you do that, then it's like your yard is protected and your dogs are only going to your your space. Yeah. And then if like we do have like cats that live in our neighborhood and I'm like, I don't want them to not be there because I don't want rats or mice. So um, but they could potentially bring in fleas and then hopefully they would die. Like it stops the like egg from hatching. Wow. They lay an egg. It kills that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know anything. I don't know enough about essential oils if they actually kill the bugs. These ones that I talked about today, I think mm-hmm. they just repel. Yeah. So that's cool. That that mm-hmm. Whatever that is, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Gross, too. Yeah, it's super gross. My whole life has been really dramatic with my dog, Topanga. <laughs> really has. <laughs> I feel like a lot of your life has just been... <laughs> My whole life since day one has been dramatic. <laughs> yeah. But adding um, Topanga in was like next Topanga level. adding Topanga in. And I do n- acknowledge that dogs take on their owner's personalities. Yeah. And so I get it. I know. Yeah. I know I created it. I feel like I can see you. No, you make it to the toilet when you throw up. We learned that from Kyle's mm-hmm. episode. As does Topanga. She at least will make it to the bathroom. She's gotten a little bit um, less carry about that lately because yeah. of Ellis. Like she, but forever, we also have baby gate so that she can't get to the bathroom yeah. right now. But forever, like if she needed to throw up, she ran to the bathroom and she would throw up on the bathroom rug because if we didn't see her, you wouldn't pick she, her up. Yeah, but she knew to go to the bathroom. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Dogs are hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I hope if you're still with us right now in this episode, you have a dog or a cat or are thinking yeah. about getting one and <laughs> or know uh, someone that has one. All these like natural things too. So like Wonderside has dog and cat. And obviously mm-hmm. those probably have dog and cat because obviously there's slightly different chemistry. So some right. things work for dogs. Some things would work for cats. Mm-hmm. So and then the probiotic mm-hmm. is either or. Yep. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is when Penny came to us, she had really bad separation anxiety. She still does. Um, yeah. It's better, but it's still rough. And uh, I tried like all of the training-y stuff. I didn't commit hard enough to it, I don't think. But like I'd put a blanket over her cage and she would like pull the whole blanket into her cage through like a centimeter of space. 
she's crazy. She we call her Houdini because she's broken out of like every crate we've tried for her. She doesn't drool at any time unless she's in her cage and it's like a pool of drool. Poor little baby dog. So I caved and got CBD. Uh-huh. And it's magical. magical. It worked so well for her. Um like uh no no drool. She was overall like a lot more calm. And I feel like now it's way less often that she will even have drool and it, it I don't even have to necessarily give it to her anymore. That's so awesome. I, what I view CBD as for dogs, I think some people use it as like a every day. This is what my dog needs. Mm-hmm. But for specifically for anxiety, I think it's a good like in the transition yeah. thing. So what I think it did is like helped like when we talked about like getting a breath, I think that did that for Penny. Yeah. Um. So now I'm like super pro CBD for pets or hemp oil. That's awesome. Um, and I do have a company that I love for that that I will will be posting about soon. Yeah. I'm so. super excited about it. Yeah. That's like my overall. These are my pet things that we use right now. I hope it was helpful for you. I hope if anything, what I would love for this episode to do is rewire how we think about pet care because i think yeah it is such an expensive industry right now mm-hmm. and we actually don't even have to be spending all that money yeah if you're just aware and actually supporting your pet's health exactly holistically exactly and there's so many different like pet foods that people will mm-hmm. say are so much better or whatever and it's like if you want to make your own food for your dogs great you don't have to have like fresh food if you don't want to there are really good dry the yeah. companies just do your due diligence and look up the company and see like what's actually going in, who owns the company. Yeah. And just if you Google like what's what bad things are in pet yeah. food, there's so many articles that will pop up with like really detailed descriptions of mm-hmm. the like main ingredients in a lot of the top yeah. pet food brands um, and why they're not good for your dogs. Like there's like corn syrup. Yeah. It's like you never need that in dog food. No. Um, there's meat. It will just say mm-hmm. meat, which can mean yeah. anything. Yeah. Which is gross. Or yeah. like byproduct. Yes. Like the byproduct, that. I think, is the most disgusting yeah. like phrase. Yeah. So you're like, no, why? What and so I think it is that like some people may have a different opinion, but I do think that like pets are like a life and you should care what's like being given to yeah. that pet. Well, if you want your pet to like so. Not have a bunch of medical problems. You probably need yeah. to feed them the things that they biologically need. Exactly. Like a lot of um, veterinary services are saying that it's about preventative care and wellness. And I think that these are like the first steps you can do on your own mm-hmm. to like actually do preventative care and wellness for Absolutely. your animals. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm not anti-vax for dogs either. <laughs> no. Penny is vaccinated. So are Corey and Topanga. But I feel good about just helping her out with like mm-hmm. her gut like with Dietrich yeah. when I get him vaccinated yeah I give him a probiotic and I try to like up his dose a little bit and extra support his gut yeah uh during that time and I feel the same way about our pets so yeah. I hope that was helpful and whatever you guys are doing uh natural care wise for your dogs or if you have any other tips we'd right love to it. hear them yeah absolutely so don't get a tick panga Use those essential oils. Avoid tick panga at all costs. Avoid tick panga. <laughs> She's ridiculous. Um, anything fun happening outside of adoption? Uh, not really fun, but I did remember. Um, 
when you were talking about Corey's kidney stones that I didn't tell yeah. my kidney story. Oh, yeah. On the podcast. Oh, my gosh. You there guys. There's more health drama with John. It was so dramatic. This has got to be fast because we got to wrap yes. this. But um, I all of a sudden. So I finished my tuberculosis meds um, and all of a sudden, like a week ago. So when did I finish? Probably like a week before that. Yeah. It had probably been one week off. It had not been very long. I was sitting. It was right before my son's birthday. I'm sitting there and I was like, my back hurts so bad. And it's definitely not a backache. Mm-hmm. I can tell this is my kidneys. Um, and I was started reading about it. I didn't have like any other symptoms of a kidney infection. It I, like I pretty much ticked almost every box for kidney stones. Yeah. It's like, of course I have a freaking kidney stone. Like, this is my life. Um, so I spent like a couple of days like in the bath, basically <laughs> just drinking as much water as I could. Um, and it was coming in waves, which I was like, it's for sure a kidney stone. Yeah. But I went to the doctor. He also was like, you seem like you have a kidney stone, but you don't make sense for having a kidney stone. Like mm-hmm. why would, and I'm like, that's the story of my life with yeah, every medical everything. thing. Yes. Every doctor tells me this about everything in my life. Like, why would you have tuberculosis? Yeah. Why would anything fertility be? Yeah. Like, why would you have secondary infertility yeah. issues? There's not a thing. Like, none yeah. of my blood work or lifestyle adds up. So he's he sent me home with antibiotics that mm-hmm. I had to do again because he's like, if this is an infection, we need to get you on these stats. Yeah. Um, and if it's not feeling better in 24 hours, you need to go get a scan and check and see what this stone situation is like but i started feeling better and it was actually an infection that whole time which is so so bizarre so i was on antibiotics again (laughs) again (laughs) i was like i'm basically just throwing everything out Mm -hmm. like everything that i've just committed to in my life is just gone tuberculosis kidneys what's next it's okay (laughs) yeah so Whatever, but the probiotics have been really big in my life. Yes. So. I'll say thank goodness for probiotics. Yeah, I do think that's helped. Yeah. So that's my only story. Do you have anything to update us on real quick before we close out? Nope. <laughs> I'm good. I mean, I do have, Kyle has exciting news that um, you guys can just be like on edge about. Uh, he found out that um, Amanda just told us something <laughs> that you cannot know. Yeah, it, you guys it just got cut out. Just got cut out because I realized my mouth was bigger than it should have been. Dun dun dun! You'll find out soon, though. So, all right. Well, on that note, yeah, not that note. <laughs> Bye. I'll just say it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>